this uh, particular podcast is called Look Again. Um, it's a story about the widow's olive oil in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 through 7. And before I go into it, I just want to say I was in my closet praying last night. And for those who don't know me, I go, I go to my closet a lot and I just sit in the dark and I just say, you know, God, what say you? And he was pouring so heavily into me last night. I literally kept going from my closet to my phone, uh, typing in just things he's just putting in my heart to talk about. And um, he brought me to this story. And it's it's an amazing story about a woman who felt like she didn't have much at all. And uh, this woman was about to lose her kids uh, to creditors because she couldn't pay her debt. And I'm going to get into it in just a second. But uh, the, the setup of this is... If you feel that you don't have enough, if you feel that all you have is just that little jar of oil, this is all I have, I don't have much. Um, All I have is a word from God, and that's about all I've got. I I, I don't have, how can I do this without the the money, without the support in my situation? If any of that defines you, if you feel like you're lacking in any area, or, or, or wanting in those areas and that you feel like you've got to get whatever it is, money, support, whatever, to make your next move. I'm asking you to please take some time to listen to this particular podcast episode because I have so been there. I've shared my story with you all in the past uh, a number of times, but this story, I pray, I pray will really shed some light. So let me just stop talking and dive right on in. Um, and again, my uh, by the way, my name is Z. Uh, you're listening to Unlocking Greatness Podcast with Zenja Glass. And I'll always have to say if you've not subscribed click the button and subscribe and click the notification let's dive into this story Uh, let's see so the widow's olive oil uh in second kings chapter four i'm just going to read it because i think sometimes i need to just shut my mouth and read what the word of god says so i'm reading the new international version by the way says the wife of a man from uh, the company of the prophets cried out to Elijah, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that he um, um, uh, revered the Lord. But now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Whoa, she's about to lose her kids because some some debt is owed and her husband's passed. My God, Elijah said to her, how can I help you? Tell me what do you have in your house? And we're going to definitely come back to that one. Okay. So he says, tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all. She said, except a small jar of olive oil. Interesting. She said nothing. And then she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elijah said, go around and ask your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and in your sons. Pour oil into all the jars And as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and and her sons. They bought the jars to her and she kept pouring. My God. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there's not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what's left. Literally, my body, if you can see me, I have chills from reading the story because the premise of this and and again, I always have to preface my 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 podcast with saying I'm not a minister. I'm not a pastor. I'm not, you know, an evangelist. Uh, But the premise of this, I always look at things in black and white. This lady had debt to pay. This lady didn't have any, at least from the, the takes of this outside support. And all she saw she had was this little jar with just a little bit of olive oil in it. She said, I have nothing. 
Your servant has nothing there at all. But what I love about this story, if you back it up just a little bit, is when Elisha said to her, tell me, what do you have in your house? In other words, what is already there that's not being used? As I'm looking into this camera right now, and I'm going to share a little bit about why this story means so much to me. I want to ask you the question, what do you have in your house? What do you have right now that's not being used? What do you have that's inside of you? Perhaps a seed or an idea or something that God has told you to do. What do you have right now that's already there? That's why I titled this Look Again, because it's so easy for us. And let me just talk about me. Um, I remember when I first started up uh, my business. When I say I had nothing, I don't I don't know if people really believe me, but how tough it really was. All I had was a word from God telling me this is what I want you to do. I literally, I didn't have a single client. I certainly didn't have a building. I didn't have a credit card. I didn't have a line of credit. Nothing. I had a car. I had a car. So thank God for that. I, I, I tried for a couple of days ignoring what God had put in my heart to do. And I said, okay, I got to start listening to what he's telling me. And I literally, and I'm not making this up, I literally drove around from company to company, walking up, knocking on doors, asking them if they can utilize my staffing service. Now, for those of you who know, I've been in staffing industry a very, very long time, but I literally went door to door to door. Now, here's what's so amazing about this. I didn't get any responses right away. After a couple uh, days in doing this, and I think it was a couple of weeks, I was beginning to be a little weary and like maybe I didn't hear what God told me to do. You know, maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And God just kept putting it in my heart. So I literally was going door to door to door to companies each each time getting a door slammed in my face. But I knew what God told me to do. All I had was just a tiny little jar of olive oil. That's it. And even in that, as I'm thinking about it, when I was doing all of that driving around, um, trying to get accounts and thinking through my kids and just thinking through expenses and just thinking through everything going on in my life. Um, I just remember so many times doubting myself um, and just like, man, how did I, how did I even get in this situation? You know, um, you know, uh, what is it that I'm doing? Did I do something wrong that I wasn't listening to you, God? Like, why am I in this situation? But I remember going door to door to door, and, and, and I knew I had to do what God told me to do, but I had so little. And I remember thinking to myself, well, wait a minute. Even if I do get a client, like a, a client, by the way, is a company, a company that says, hey, I want to utilize your staffing services because um, we do um, contract as well as direct hire placements. I um, feel like I'm running a commercial right now, but I'm not. So I won't go into my my business at all because that's not what this podcast is about but anyway I thought to myself even if I do get an order like I don't I don't have a phone line I don't have an office I don't have anything so most people probably just would have stopped but I continued and I and I used that little bit of oil that God had given me and sure enough by the grace of God uh, I'll never forget and I won't say it on on camera here the two accounts that I end up getting and they needed some help and I remember, uh, you know, I'm, I think the little hesitation you see in this is, I think this is one of the first times I've actually really talked about this so openly. But I remember driving down the street and I remember God telling me, 
And you guys may think I'm weird when I say God tells me, but I felt in my spirit, God was telling me to drive into this one plaza. And uh, I didn't want to do it um, because I'm like, I can't afford anything up in there. And I think at that point I had a, you know, a couple hundred bucks or something that I could have used towards an office because at that point I had been selling a few things on eBay and just doing whatever to make ends meet. And I'm I'm sure some of you guys can relate. And uh, I remember going into the plaza and uh, the spirit was just moving so strong in me and telling me, you know, go go to this door, go in there and, and talk to the, the person, the, the, the manager. I didn't even want to do it because I thought I can't afford any of these. Like these were like big offices. These were like storefronts. And, you know, and I'm looking at Subway and I'm looking at, you know, Dollar Tree or whatever. And I'm looking at all these big stores. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't even stand a chance. Why, 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 God, are you even leading me here? And I just remember sitting in my car. I'm not trying to cry. Um, it's just, I'm so grateful. And I just remember sort of arguing with the spirit because I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I can't afford that. Like, God, why are you even, why are you even leading me here? And I think sometimes you just got to do what God tells you to do, even when it doesn't make any sense. So I walked my little butt on into the building and this is still weird for me to tell this because I I don't think I've shared this with anybody, at least openly and especially online. And I remember going to uh, the manager of the building and um, I sat down, had a talk with him, told him who I was and, hey, I'm trying to just get a little something. And I distinctly, this is what I said to him. I said, uh, do you have like just even like a little closet for me? <laughs> You know, I said, just something, just, just something where, where you store stuff, like just something that I can just get for just a couple hundred bucks. I go, you know, I know these are all big suites and I can't afford this. And so I won't go into all the detail, but, um, he took me into this suite. I hope I don't get him in any trouble by saying this. I just thought about that. And, uh, he showed me this suite and it had a reception area, um, kitchen, uh, several offices, an area where you can have a little conference table and, you know, all of these different units. And um, I was like, wow, this is really nice. Um, and I asked him, I, you know, and I thought, okay, this is just sort of a showroom office, whatever. And I said, okay, so um, um, this is nice. And I said, do you have a little closet, like something much smaller? So he took me down the hallway and showed me this small area. Literally, it was like a storage room area, but off to the side, it was another office in there. You know, just big enough for me to be. I was happy with I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Can I get this? And so he said, I, I'll work something out with you. So uh, then and that that alone stopped me skipping to my car like I couldn't believe it. Just praising God. You should have seen me. So I came back the next day, next day or two uh, to sit down and talk with him because I'm ready to just give him this little couple hundred dollars. That's all I had. Uh, I just wanted a little space, something so I can get some business cards together and start interviewing some people and get my little business off the ground. I hope you guys are still with me because I'm probably going a little bit too long in this story. I wouldn't even plan on going into all of this. But anyway, when I got there, he walks me back into the bigger suite office. And I was like, I thought I'm going to be in the one down the hallway. And uh, he says, no, I'm going to put you here. He said something to the effect of, and I want to quote him right in case he watches this video. He said something like, something last night kept telling me that you are going to need a bigger space. I kid you not. And he said, um, I'm going to go ahead and put you here. And he says, uh, I don't want to go into the details of the agreement because, again, I don't other tenants may be listening to this. So let me just not go too far. But let me just say 
Um, he made it affordable for me. I'll just say it like that. And so I said to him, oh, my God, thank you. And I said, so which of these offices in this unit do I get? Like, which one? This is kind of nice because I can have somebody come in and sit at a receptionist desk. Are you kidding me? You know, and, and if any of you guys have come from a place of nothing to all of a sudden you got, you know, something, especially to that degree, that was a lot. You know, now since then we've expanded into some other units and, and, and such and expanded into a couple of units in the building, actually. But I'm getting to a point. I remember he turned to me and I said, which of the units in here would be for me? And I remember when he turned. <laughs> oh, my goodness, God, what are you doing with me? <laughs> I remember when he turned to me and he gave me the keys. <laughs> And he said, all of it is for you. I said, what do you mean all of it is for me? Oh, my goodness, I was not planning on going into all of this, but God, I just got to let you use me as your vessel. Mm. Use me as your vessel, God. He gave me the keys, and he said, the whole suite is yours, Z. I believe you're going to grow into it. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, you got to be kidding. And by the grace of God, not only did God bless that account or two that I got after a whole lot of driving around and trying to get some activity going, God multiplied it and blew on it and just has blessed me to be such a blessing to so many people. I won't go into all the details because I don't think this is the rightful place uh, to do that, nor do I believe in boasting and bragging about anything. But I'll just say that he's blessed me to hire many, 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 many people, many people, um, and to be able to help take care of so many families um, and um, uh, hire many people um, and uh, to be able to expand, and God just blessed it. And so... That's my story on that end. I can give you about 10 of those stories, all from different angles, because there are some other situations that happened along the way, but um, I hope I didn't drift. Let me get back to what am I talking about, the widow's oil. What I love about this story, the reason why it just touches me so much, is she was about to lose everything. Um, and she thought she had nothing, nothing that could be worked with except this little jar of oil that she didn't even really recognize as something. And that's exactly where I was at. If you are in that spot, I'm begging you to be encouraged. Don't you dare give up or think that God can't change that situation. The same banks that turned me down and laughed in my face when I walked in to talk about getting some line of credit or whatever are the same banks that call me up all the time trying to do stuff for me. So don't you dare think that God cannot bless and blow on the little bit you have. Uh, there were so many other things going on in my life at that time as well. I wish I can go into, but I have to protect my family. But let me just tell you, it was some hard stuff that I was dealing with. Uh, not to mention, I have a son with a medical condition and he was in and out of the hospital like you would not believe. And um, oh my gosh, I won't even go into that anymore. But, but, but the point I'm trying to get at is that God blew on it and blessed it. And with this lady, she had such little... And, you know, Elijah told her to go out and get jars. Now, here's what I like. This, this for me 
and you may say, well, Z, you're not, you know, looking at the Bible correctly. You're relating stories the wrong way. Well, whatever. I relate it to me and how it works for me. And if it encourages you, great, because I'm, I'm, I'm no one's pastor or minister anyway. So I'm just sharing with you how the scriptures in, inspire me. When he had her go out and get all of those jugs, all those jars, I thought about that and I thought, wow, he basically was saying that she, are you faithful enough to go out and do what I'm telling you to do with the little bit you got? To me, that was like when God had me pull into the, the plaza um, and I'm looking at all these big storefronts and these big places and this and that. I'm like, I don't even belong. Like, how, how can I, th- this don't even relate, but I still move forth and did what he said. And that's what she did. She went and got all these jugs, all these jars. And as the story goes, he had her with the little bit she had. Keep that in mind. I think the story goes he had her pour into all of the other jars and fill them all up. And before she knew it, she had enough to take care of her family and some. And that's exactly what God does. That's what he does. When we walk, I believe, I believe when we walk in faith and in obedience to him, even when it doesn't make sense, he turns around and fills our vials overflowing. I, I'm, I'm just a walking example of that. And I'm not saying I've arrived and I've got all of this. You, you, if, you, if you guys have listened to any of my podcasts, I don't believe in boasting and bragging about things. I just don't because I know what it it's like to uh, uh, at growing up on welfare and living in the projects and being homeless. And, you know, I've said many times I know what powdered milk and powdered eggs taste like and eating out of uh, pantries and uh, food pantries. So um, I believe the Lord gives and the Lord can take it away. So I'll just leave it at that. I just don't believe in the boasting and bragging. Um, but anyway, I, I just pray that you are encouraged by this. I'm praying that somebody is listening to this and that their hearts are stirred that uh, no matter what you're going through or how hard things may be right now, or, or you, you're taking a look at, like Elijah said, what's in your house. So you may be taking a look at like, I really don't have much. My credit is messed up. Um, I really don't have a savings. Um, I don't see how this can thing can fly or this can happen, or I can make this move. I just don't have, I, you're the one I'm talking to. Now, for those who have plenty and you're not struggling with nothing and you got more than you know what to do with, this may be the episode you want to uh, skip. So I probably should have said that in the beginning, um, but you may want to skip this one it, because this, this really is for those who are going through. Uh, and I just want to encourage you, please, 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 please read this story. Now there's another one also, um, uh, similar to this, if you want to read, I think it's First Kings. Ah, I wasn't planning on um, re- referencing this one. First Kings chapter 17. Um, read uh, verse 7 through, I guess you can read through um, through the end of that. That's also sort of a similar story. Um, um, uh, I don't want to go into detail about it, but it's, it's almost a similar concept when this lady only had a little bit of flour, a handful of flour, and a little jar of olive oil and a jug. And um, that's a great story to read about how there was, I think there was a, a big famine going on, and she only had enough to make a little bit of bread, just a little bit for her and her son, and they had planned on dying. That's just how the, the bad the famine was. And I won't go into more detail with that because that a I mean, I could talk to you guys all day just so you know when, when it gets to the Bible, but I, I'm going to leave that. But read that story as well about what God did and how um, uh, the jar of flour that she had did not get used up and the jug of oil did not run dry. All of those stories are very encouraging to me. Uh, I, I just prefer the one in Second Kings 4 because it just speaks so much to me and it speaks so much to what I went through during that time. And I'm a living witness. 
I'm a living witness that it can appear that you have nothing at all, that you have just so little. And when God gets behind it and when God blesses it and overflows your cup, you would just be pouring out in gratitude and thankfulness. You really will. And you will be a blessing to so many other people. So you need to hold on to your faith. You need to continue doing what God is telling you to do. And you need to give God something to bless. Whatever it is in your house or whatever it is in you, whatever talent it is that you feel like, Z, it's just not enough. I've tried so many times. It didn't work and blah, 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 blah. I get it. I drove around for weeks knocking on company doors trying to get somebody to work with me. And I was a nobody. I get it. I get it. But I continued to do what God put in my heart to do. And when God blessed it, he blew on it. And I believe that that will happen for you as well. So I just want to encourage you. I wasn't planning on boohoo crying again, but sometimes that just happens. But I love you all. Um, Again, this is Z with Unlocking Greatness podcast. Um, I pray that you guys subscribe to the channel. I I, I actually want to pray and ask that you guys um, share this message. Um, If if this can encourage other people, uh, please click the... And I'm not a big tech person, but the share button and share this with other people so they can be encouraged as well. Anyway, I love you all. Again, this is Z with Unlocking Greatness podcast. Bye-bye.